Hey, Emily, and welcome to another episode of the Mariah Podcast. I am Diva, who is here with... Lady Baby, always known as Jack. Candy Chick, never be too sweet. Well, welcome back, Miss Candy Chick. You were not here last week. Um, so I know you want to speak on the special, but first we just want to send our condolences to Nick Cannon and the passing of his son who was five months old. So this is a very sad moment. Um, I'm sure you guys saw the video that he posted on, um, well, that was posted on social media of him on his talk show explaining what happened. Um, it was a really sad video and I got to say like I mean I know he was a little upset in it but I don't know how he held it together because I would have been like a mess on camera um so that just goes to show you the strength that he has to get through the situation um it was really sad what did um did you guys see the video the full video yeah I mean as you as you say I don't know how we how we held it together I suppose it is professionalism it's just horrible. It's only been five months and you're your poor boy. Something as horrible as a brain tumor. Was it a brain tumor? Sorry if I'm yeah. Yeah, it was a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm just sending all my love and prayers to Nick and Alyssa. I watched the video and I was tearing up. It, it was it was really bad. Um, Devastating. Yeah. Love to the family and hopefully he's watching down on them and being their guardian angel. Yes. Um, so, Miss Candy Chick, you were not here last week, um, and you wanted to say something about the Mariah special on Apple. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I heard what you guys said about everything and Nike's um, thoughts on it all. I just want to say that I disagree. I disagree. Um, my expectations were high because Mariah set them high. And um, since maybe, I don't know, April or whenever the first um, spaces that she was on and she was talking about the Christmas song and who she can do it with, like they wanted like a fresh guy to do it with. And since then we were thinking about Christmas back in April. So we've had, I don't know how many months since then thinking about Christmas and then 18 minutes. It was cute. Like I'm not saying it wasn't cute. What I'm saying is from all the hype to get cute with all the hype we expected spectacular extravaganza but we got cute cute is nice cute is cool but it's just once again not what we expected because we had waited so long but what i do want to say though is i think that mariah has entered a new tone in her voice you guys mentioned it last time but i just kind of want to further the statement because I don't know I can hear her singing but I feel like it's like in a higher key or a higher register or something like I felt like it's the tone's a bit higher it can be a high pitch I don't know I don't know what the word is but it just sounds higher we all know she goes through different phases with her tone just go to I still believe and butterfly and my all even down to my love with um the dream all different tones I just think now that she has a new tone and it's just a bit higher y'all agree i think if it's got a girlier tone i think that's probably what you're trying to say it's not as it's not as horse horse again is not the word but it's not as raspy as we've we've come to expect in the last few years it's a bit more girly it's a bit more light 
than what we've had for a while. And I think it was probably quite a shock to us to have something like that. Remember the We Belong Together late night mix a few months ago? Mm -hmm. And how different that was compared to recordings before? I don't know if this is the vocal rest or as I said before, I don't know if it's because of production or whether she really does sound like that. But I think maybe she has adopted a more girly tone. This could just be something because of the vocal rest she's had. I mean, I she, keep, so she keeps saying, she keeps saying in every interview recently that all the benefit of being in COVID is that she's been able to rest her voice and get it back to how it was for, to quote her, a very long time. Now, I don't know what a very long time means, but we can tell how different it is. From I don't know yeah. if this is 10 years ago, 15 years ago, even five years ago. I don't know what long time means, but it's a long time to be at home. Yeah, with her vocal tone, um, you know, one of the things is, and it's hard sometimes because like, you know, a lot of people, like I was seeing comments of what people were saying and how they were like, oh, I don't hear a difference or I don't see what she's talking about or her voice sounds the same to me. You know, sometimes, and as somebody who sings, Sometimes there is a difference you can tell in your voice, but it's not something other people can hear. Do you know what I mean? So like for her, she might just be hitting notes that she couldn't hit a year ago for whatever reason, you know, because she's rested her voice now, but like her voice might sound the same to people. You know what I mean? But like it's a change that she might see that we, we might not. Is that what you're trying to say? I think you said yeah, about like this last I, week. Yeah, like I feel like there might be something there that she feels like is different because there are some people saying like, well, I don't hear anything different. Now, I do. I hear that there are certain parts of her voice like that are better. I feel like she can, certain like belts she can do a little better. I feel like she can get higher. I feel like her voice, she can get that like gravelly tone back to her voice, like that growl that, you know what I'm talking about? That like, almost like that Christina Aguilera growl. <laughs> so I don't remember hearing much of that though. No? No, maybe I need to, maybe I need to go back and listen to every note, but I found it, it more like quite high. I could, yeah, I could hear like, especially last year's, those home videos she was doing, I can definitely yeah. hear. Oh, she in the home videos, yeah. Higher notes, definitely. Yeah. And I, I can hear the same tone now, just everything's a bit higher in key in pitch. Or maybe I'm hearing that because Mariah often um, lowers the key and stuff. Yeah, because she's kept the key the same. We're hearing, but for example, this obviously the, the original was in like, what, 94, right? And it was in the same key as the one this year. Now people are comparing the differences. So this year, we're hearing a lot of higher, higher notes from her that we haven't heard in such a long time. Maybe that's the com- the comparison we're trying to make here. Because normally, as you say, she would lower the tone. Yeah. Again, I've I've never, like I said last time, I've never really judged Mariah's voice because I know voices change. So, to me, she's always sounded good. It's just a part of life that happens. And I think the way she sounds, I think she definitely like, I think her voice sounds rested. I think it sounds like she hasn't been using it every single day like she was before. But I'm here for it. So, yes. 
But speaking of Mariah and her vocals and live moments, what do you guys think of her saying she's not touring anymore? Oh, I've had some stuff to say about this. My reaction when I first read it was very much, oh my God, this better not be true. Like, I hope she's not thinking about this permanently and it's just a reaction to COVID. But after, like, in reflection, in retrospect, I have a different opinion about it. She's not saying that she'll, she'll never tour or ever make a live performance again. She's just saying, I think she's just fed up with COVID at the moment and it was something said in the moment. But then, when she, when she poked fun at herself in that tweet the other day, I'm now not so sure. To say, like, a lot of acts right now are touring again. And she has no plans to do so. So I don't know whether that's just because she wants to hold off until it's all, well, COVID is in a much better situation, should that ever happen. But I feel like she's more focused on what she can do now with her voice and crafting stuff in the Butterfly Lounge. Well, you know what? I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm happy with her not touring again. I'm okay with it. In the beginning, when Mariah first did um, Las Vegas, I was like, meh, you know what, she doesn't, I'm not in love with it. Like, being in one place at one time, like, really, people have to travel to go see her? Like, and then it's like, she's ending her career because she's, you know, she's not touring and she's going to be in one place. But then I really, now I'm thinking about it more strongly that that's okay because, one, her voice will be on point, and two, for example, she doesn't need to be in Vegas, she can be in the Bacon Theatre because when she's intimate with fans is when she's more fun on stage. She'll sing random songs, she'll interact, she'll be funny, she'll be bust jokes, you know? She'll get people on stage. She's more free in that sense. So I'm more than happy with her sitting her little behind down, being in one place, yeah. not singing every single day, because when you're on tour, you have to kind of sing multiple times to yeah. get the most out of your money so it's not as expensive. She can do like a bacon theatre and want an equivalent and have two, three days in between to rest her voice and then do another a set. And then the quality of live videos that we will be getting will be so much higher. Yeah. She won't need more backing tracks, you know, and she'll be happier. So I don't, I don't need to have her come to my city. I don't. I'm happy with saving all my coins, even though I'm poor, to go see her one day. And I know where she'll be. She'll be in some city and I can make it a whole experience, take a whole week off, have a holiday, have a hotel, go see her, come back, maybe wait backstage to wait, see her walk out and then like have fun with some lambs and sightsee and all that stuff. So I'm yeah. okay with her not touring. I, I am. Yeah, and she's making, she's making money in other avenues now. Like look at the McDonald's campaign, look at uh, Black Irish, look at all these other things. She's making money in other ways that she would have done with touring. So I think that's her plan to stay not touring. Then that's her plan and she seems to be happy with it. If she wants to tour one day, she knows where we'll be. We'll come to see her. She'll come to see us. Like it will happen. If she wants to keep Vegas open, she can keep Vegas open. If she wants to stop Vegas and, as you say, go to Beacon, do a couple of shows, even space them out through the year, do a couple every couple of months with equal spacing between them to ensure the best vocal health she has. 
then so be it. And it could it could mean, you know, now she's not touring, more time for music, more time for content that we like. Yeah, you know what? I think if she was to tour again, the only tour that I'd be happy with her doing isn't all I want for Christmas is you tour. Like just do a Christmas tour. Because she will just sell out arenas with that. And yeah, people and will love it, you know. So I think if she's gonna do a tour again, that's the best, that's the smartest way for her to do it. Like just do a Christmas tour because people show up and people will enjoy it. Yeah, and also do some shows for lambs in the meantime. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just because I want to show. I just want to see her sing something live. A song, one song live. Yeah. I actually have very mixed reviews on how I feel about her saying she's not touring anymore. Um, Hmm. Yeah. It um can't even know what I, to say. I don't know what to say because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Beaver has and been silenced. I I feel okay. Follow me on this one. As somebody who's been a fan since she started, and like she really didn't start touring until later on like I mean she did like a butterfly tour but it was very like limited um I wouldn't say like to, like rainbow was probably like her uh first major tour I, mean, I know she did like a daydream tour but I feel like they weren't like as big as no it was her first into um wide international tour because the other tours had like six dates or something yeah so I feel like those other show, like the the concerts, like she just kind of got started touring halfway through her career, um, and I know she's done a lot of shows where she's done Vegas, and you know I've seen the Christmas shows, and I've seen Rainbow Tour, and I've seen uh, Charm Bracelet, and I've seen Emancipation, and I've seen um, all the tours. I've seen all the tours since Rainbow, except for Angels Advocate um, and her Vegas shows. I have not been out to Vegas. Um, so I get the aspect of COVID, but I feel like saying that you're never going to tour again is kind of being selfish to your new fans. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of like lambs that just became lambs a couple of albums ago that maybe they were you know in certain countries where she hasn't gone or financially they couldn't afford to go to the previous tours so i feel like by saying like right now because she's still young i mean she's only you know we don't acknowledge age or time but she's still 12. (laughs) so you know i feel like it's not like she's like at the end of her career so to say that you're never going to tour again I also feel is kind of selfish in the fact that you're not able to give that experience to your new fans. Just my thought. No, I mean, that is very valid. I mean, you're right. I mean, as you know, since COVID, a lot of young lambs have, well, young people have got into Mariah and their natural reaction would be, when can I see her on tour? However, I don't know what the answer is because 
she can't please everyone, but at the same time, she has to kind of do what she makes what makes her happy. And but then I'm very aware that I'm saying this as someone who's seen her twice. So I've seen her before, so I feel like I have a bit but of I feel like but maybe she could have worded it a little bit differently. Like it was very right now, it was very off the cuff. Like right now, like during COVID, like I have no plans to go anywhere. Um yeah. but let's see what happens in the next year or two. Like, you know what I mean? Like something like that. But to say like I'm never touring again. And then they were like, wait, you know, what about, aren't you, you know, have, like, aren't you excited or aren't you curious to see like how the evolution of the tour will be during COVID? And she's like, um, it doesn't matter. Cause I won't be there. Like, I don't know. I feel like for fans that haven't got to see her yet, that would like really make them like, that would make me sad if I hadn't seen her. And I heard that, like, I would be devastated as a fan. That would um, yeah. But because you know I've what? seen her, I'm, on just a flip side i kind of spent how many years was it quick maths is bad right now you spent like eight years eight years eight years yeah yeah, eight years waiting to see mariah and in the eight years i saved up a lot of money to see her Mm -hmm. um a young lamb wants to see mariah number one they're young so you have to wait for their parents to say yes you can go see her (laughs) and two like they have to get the money if their parents aren't going to pay for them. So let them go up a little bit and they can appreciate it more when they're older, number one. And two, they can have the finances to actually um, finances to enjoy the whole experience. Like, I think it's okay. I think it will teach them how to budget, <laughs> especially if they know that she's just going to be in Vegas for the rest of her life. <laughs> so I think it's like I think it's okay. I think they can they can hold out. There's enough live shows on YouTube t- to satisfy their for now. Exactly. And then there's people like us who, you know, talk about her week in, week out. And there's always events in Lamely, so mm. it's not like they're gonna be bored. We're just waiting for Mariah to come out because yeah. what what did we have back then? Okay, there was why I left voicemail voicemail and all that stuff but she wasn't on a, like spaces we couldn't talk to her you know very interactive now mm-hmm. it's very interactive this right. social media has revolutionized the way artists and fans communicate i do want to say on a personal note that i have seen mariah a lot <laughs> <laughs> so good for her take that time girl you made that coin go enjoy it like you don't need to tour. And, and again, I believe I, again, I just want to clarify. I think the selfish part for me was saying you're never going to tour again, very matter of factly. And I think that made a lot of her new fans very sad and maybe yeah. some of her old fans. So that part I'm saying is selfish, like just to come out and blurt out, like I'm never touring again. Like, I think it could have probably been worded differently because do I think she's never going to perform live again? No, oh, but it's like you said, live. it might be, it might be something different where it's not going to be a tour in a big arena, but she might say, you know, it might be like, she's, although we don't like to say it, she's been around a while and she's in that caliber now of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like somebody who's been around like I, a long time. Like she just didn't come out last week. You know what I mean? She's been around she's for She's in the caliber years. where these young artists want to be her and yeah, want so aspire can, to her, live her life. So she could do those like 
Mariah Carey live at wherever one night only. Like yeah. she could do that type of like a a show. It doesn't have to be a tour, or it could just be like you know where she picks like I don't know if like let's say if she was doing it in America, she could pick like L.A., Chicago, Boston, Miami, like four major cities in different parts of the country. That people her early get tour. To. <laughs> Yeah, like, and just like she could do something like that where it's not like a tour per se, but she's still performing live. So, yeah, like, or you said, um, Hannah, she could just say, I'm going to stay in Vegas and this is what we're going to do. And it's not a tour, it's my residency and this is where I'm going to stay. So, but again, that's what I think. I think good for you though, take your time. But I do think she could have worded it a little differently to not stress out the lambs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we've got to also remember that she's been touring since 2013 non-stop. Yeah, every year since pretty then. Much, pretty much, you're right. It's a long time, and I guess she just wants to be like at home with the kids now. She has turned into a touring act where she, she wasn't has. before. And it, I mean, if that's not... You have to remember that she told us that the only reason she did the Rainbow Tour was because of the fans, the fans wanted it. So that's been her mindset since like 2000. She's allowed to still feel that way now in 2021. Yeah. And maybe in a few years when we want to tour, want her to tour again, we will make these hashtags and protests. And we will make a lot of noise and then she'll, she'll listen. But for now, you, just it's okay. Do you remember, do you remember a few years ago before Caution come out, like 2016, 2017, she's like, I'm not going to put an album out. I'm just going to put singles out. We got an album the next year. And it's going <laughs> to be her best best reviewed album of her career so i wouldn't take everything everything too serious literally yeah we've all learned with mariah we, we can't listen to what she says we just have to watch what she does yes remember she was also part like, of a record company i mean i feel like i'm like mariah in the in the sense that i do the same thing she does like when i'm talking to somebody i'll like blurt out these random things that i want to do or that like in my head, I think I'm going to do and I'll say it. And then it doesn't ever really happen sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, she was like, I'm just yeah. going to do singles. And then she puts out an album. There's been times where I'm like, well, I'm going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And I'll be talking. And then, you know, when I see that person again, they'll be like, hey, did you ever do blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, it's almost like she's like filtering through her ideas while she's talking in an interview. Like, almost to see, like, by getting, like, the fans' reactions, like, if that's something she should do or not. Maybe that's what she, like, maybe that's why she does it. Like, just to see what the reaction is. And then she goes from there. Like, she saw that a lot of people were like, oh, my God, singles. No, you have to do an album. So she put out an album. I don't know. She did also change record company. This would be so much easier if she would just come on here and talk to us. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. But talking about like a good performer, she was asked about another one, right? Yes, she was asked about Beyonce. Oh gosh, because... let's not have the beehive come after us now. Nobody got time for that. I'm not speaking a word on this. It's all you guys. experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say this. I will say this. I really, really, really respect what mariah said about it me too and that's honestly all i can say because whether you like and this is what i've always said about 
artists, because you know how people like if they don't like somebody, they're like, oh, I don't like that person. They can't even sing. Obviously, it's all personal choice and personal preference. However, regardless of how you feel about Beyonce, she clearly can sing. She's clearly a good performer. She's, you know, paid her dues in her life and in the game. She's been working since she was 15 years old. Like, she's it. You know what I mean? Whether you like her music or not, like, she can sing. And there's no denying it. So do I think to put them, I, but I still don't think to put them together in a versus is a fair, you know, what do you call it? Like a fair, fair game, if you will. Because um, if you look at some of the other verses, it's always been like the peers of the music industry, like Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills. Um, Brandy and Monica did one, right? So like, you know, they were peers, like the equals, if you will, growing up in the music industry. So I feel like, honestly, the only person, in my opinion, I don't know how you guys feel, <laughs> The only person you could really put Mariah against in a versus is Whitney Houston, because she's the only one that was really like, as far as the type of music and the sound, she's the only one. Like you couldn't put Mad Mariah against Janet Jackson. You couldn't put Mariah against Madonna because they're very different in the way they sing. They're very different in the way they perform. I think the only other person, if you're looking at equals that you could put up against each other would be Whitney and Mariah because all the other verses are kind of a, a a couple like that. Do you know what I mean? Like Brandy and Monica, Stephanie Mills and Shaka. Like they're all people who are like around the same age, had hits out at the same time. So to put Beyonce and Mariah together, I feel like you're putting, first of all, you're putting Beyonce against somebody who she looks up to and probably, you know, idolized when she was younger. And it's just, it wouldn't, I don't know. It's just not a fair fight to me. Tabloids would have had a, a field day with that. Mm -hmm. But they they already put them two together at so, the start. <laughs> yeah, I um I disagree with um Beyonce and with um Whitney Houston. But I'll get into why in a minute. Um, what Mariah said was perfect. Like yes, Beyonce is an amazing performer. Uh, we love her, and yes, I'll be disrespecting myself if I was to go on a versus with her. I agree. And why I also disagree with Whitney Houston is because if we go back to one of the first verses, I think it was, who was it? Was it by Michael Cox and Neo or was it? Yeah, I'm sure it was by Michael Cox and Neo. Neo and by Michael Cox were doing it on their songwriting. They weren't doing it on the songs they'd done already. Neo didn't come to the verses like, yep, I'm just gonna play all my tracks. No, he played songs that he'd written. He's written. He wrote um, Mario. What's that Mario song? Everybody knows it. Is it? You wait, should let me love you. Let me love you. Yeah. Yeah. And Beyonce is irreplaceable. Like he played those songs, and then Brian Cox played like Mariah We Born Together. Um, so they did it on their songwriting. Sure. Now, if Mariah wants to go on a verses, she needs to verse someone who she can go against on songwriting and performing or just songwriting like that that's it like if you give her a songwriter who's written 18 number ones 
Her against Max Pine. <laughs> 18 number one. Exactly. 18 number ones. Yeah. And um, yeah, her against him. You know, someone who's on that caliber. Mm-hmm. But you can't be giving it to someone who who isn't. Yes, she, they make a lot of, you know, good songs, nice songs. And if you want to do um, Mariah and someone who does nice songs, let someone else, let a producer do those songs. Let the producer who was there, let JD play all the Mariah songs that he's worked with Mariah, put them against Beyonce. But then again, has Beyonce produced all those songs? It's a bit of a grey area here. I don't know enough about it to make a comment, but... So what I'm going to say is that Mariah can't really verse anybody who hasn't, isn't a a 360, isn't a performer, isn't a songwriter, and isn't a producer. You can't do that. Yeah. That's what I have to say, the verses. And sorry, Whitney, sorry, Whitney, no, Whitney, Whitney, because Whitney didn't write her music. That's it. You can't. She didn't write all of her music, but she does have songwriting credits on a lot of her songs. She might as as well be, be, um, what's it called, battling Clive Davis. Well, speaking of songs that Mariah's written, she dropped a little nugget in one of her interviews about The Roof. Yes, she did. I believe she said she's working on a project with it. I don't know what it could be. I've thought about it. And I'm at a loss. Like, I literally have no idea what it could be. I try not to think too much about it. Yeah, because she says something. I'm joking. <laughs> but what I will say is that that interview that she did, then she brought out the roof, was the cutest thing ever. Like, she's just so nice when she talks to lambs. Like, she can tell that someone's an, a lamb and, like, loves her and her music. And that's yeah. how, even how that conversation went about. So, yeah, like, the roof, yeah, yeah I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. Um, and I don't know what it could be either, and I'm not trying to hope be too hopeful. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if any of you two have seen um the recent Spider-Man film, but there's a quote in it to uh, don't expect disappointment because you'll get disappointed, or if you expect disappointment, you won't get disappointed. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> I've learned not to think too much about things and just let things happen. Hey. Zendaya. We got there. Then there you have the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mariah's been talking a lot in these interviews, you know. I haven't even seen them all because there's so many. But one of one them, in that same one, actually, <laughs> hamsters. <laughs> what, hams, like real hamsters? I mean, I didn't see this interview. Okay, so I think the lamb and Mariah were talking about people who aren't lambs, like other people that they don't really know. And then Mariah was like, yeah, we can't really call them goats because we used to call them goats, but now it's like the greatest of all time. And then the lamb was like, hey, that's you. And then she was like, hey, thanks. And then she was like, okay, so what should we call them? Um, hamsters? <laughs> and then that's where hamsters come. So people who are not lambs and are others are now called hamsters. And I'm, I'm here for it. I think we should have called them sheep. Yeah, but that's just kind of like an older lamb. No shade there. The no I am not a sheep, but it gets your life. No, I don't call him a sheep. <laughs> I'm a lamb, damn it. You people just get called fossil lambs. 
Yeah, whoever started that needs to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's been that time. Right? Fossil lamb. Like, that couldn't be more of an insult than, and like, really? Oh, you're fossil lamb. Come on, just call something, you old bitch. Like, <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> well, I know I'm going to have to put an explicit rating on this episode. Oh, well, there you go. Look, I I'll say it, bitch. <laughs> See, I said bitch again. Now it makes it worth it for you to go through all that trouble. <laughs> so one thing I am very excited about, though, and I didn't know what it was at first, and then once I heard her explain it, um, I mean, I kept seeing things about it, and then once I heard her explain it, I got very excited, and I'm very excited to speak on this, but the Butterfly Lounge. I, as a fossil lamb... <laughs> have been waiting for this her entire career. And I am so excited about it because I have always wanted to see, and I think I've said this to you guys before on a previous episode, I've always wanted to see her behind the scenes in the studio. And I know she said that like when she records, like nobody's allowed in there except like her and the producer or her and the, the you know, sound tech or whatever. Um, I'm here for it. I am here for it. And I can't wait. I hope it's like a series. I want to see, I, I don't want to see the diva. Do you know what I mean? Like as much as I love and I live for the darlings and the this and the, like, I don't want to see that in this. I want to see Mariah writing. I want to see her talking with the producers. I want to see her like, you know, oh, I don't think we should try that note. Why don't we try this note? Or, you know, sitting at the piano with somebody and like working out a chorus or working out a verse or working out a lyric um, or a melody. Like, I want to see all of that raw footage. I don't want to see her in a 60 pound Swarovski crystal dress. I don't want to see, you know, that. I want to see her in like jeans and a t-shirt with her hair thrown back in a ponytail. Obviously, I'm sure she'll have a full face of makeup. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, I want to see like that Mariah. I want to see the Mariah that we don't get to see. Like, obviously she's still going to pay attention to detail as far as like her angles and her this and everything. But I want to see that part of Mariah and I want to see how she works. And I'm here for it. And I hope it's longer than 18 minutes. Go. Yeah, my favorite things. Wow, look at me. I couldn't wait a second to jump in, did I? Uh, my favorite things are when we get studio moments. And most of it nowadays is just an Instagram photo of her in a studio with some producer or artist or whatever. But I live for those moments where we've had where I think it was Equals Empty Squared Area where she was in the studio talking about how she wrote some of the songs on the album and previous moments like that. We get enough stuff in interviews where she talks about how she the process of making a song, you know, she says she can't play piano, but she gets the piano player to play a chord and then she tells them how she hears it. But I'm ready for that moment of just like how the song was made, because I'm not even sure how songs are properly written. So I want to see in her way of saying it, of how she writes the song on camera, because as we know, Tanaka's been filming stuff. So I want to see how things are made and the process of everything. And... She talks, she's talked a lot about this Butterfly Lounge in the last two months, and I just hope it's viable and she has a lot to say about it. Yeah, is, this the thing, um, is this the thing, sorry, is this the thing that she says that she wants to bring to streaming? Or some yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I am happy about this. 
Um, I hope, because we have had things in the studio before, but it's more been like JD and Mariah, like living the life, um, little clips that he used to do with Mariah. We got that, we got some of that back in the day, but obviously we didn't really see her sitting down and like putting the songs together. We just saw like them just fooling around in the studios. Um, and then we, in Adventures of Mimi, we saw her in the studio um, doing the remixes. But yeah, it would be cool to see like the songs from its um, first conception to what where it goes, where it gets to. And obviously it would be very, very cool to see her singing to like a guitar player and be like, play this. And then, you know, that's then a sound is made and created and stuff. What I do though, I, what I do want to see is just literally her with a pen, paper and writing. Yeah. That, like nobody else, no yeah. other influence. Like, these are the lyrics, boom, it's done. This is the song. Okay, play this, play this, play this, play this, play this. Okay, cool, yeah, you know what, that sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, okay, you can add that in. Okay, yep, yep, okay, I'm gonna go sing it. And I wanted to see like, I don't know if we're gonna see her sing like the songs, like the takes that it, she takes to sing a song. That would also be very, very interesting. Like how she, we did see a little bit in Eco of the Squared, we said it before, just with like how she would like redo it and then sing it again, we do it, sing it again, we do it, and then layer it and stack it. And we I want to hear like first, Yeah, I want to hear like the first line and then yeah. the second line and then the third line and then the yeah. fourth line. And then she changes the line and adds it in the middle. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see all of that. But I one thing I don't want it to be is obviously she said a lot of people have come in and out. I don't want it to be a thing where, okay, this new person's in, I'm working with this new person and they're going to bring what they have and I'm going to bring some of what I've had. And I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to be the celebrity of it. I don't, just like how Jay was saying, like how she just wants, wants it to be like, like jeans and a t-shirt, hair up in a bun. It I want it to be, be like raw. that. And less so, yeah, but less so of like the, the other celebrities. I don't care about them. Yeah, I don't want it to make it a moment. Them. And yeah, I don't want it to be like a whole collab moment. Because I'm yeah. sure Brandy's come gonna have brandy i'm sure that's gonna be there but i don't want it to be a whole fact okay this new artist is coming this new one i don't want that yeah no you're right yeah i thought it just needs to be something that's more raw and i don't know the word is but something that's not so overproduced authentic yeah authentic authentic that's certainly a word for it there needs to be something she said a lot about this butterfly lounge and i want it to be something that she doesn't take too much with I want it to be something where she explains the process of the song and what she's been doing and what moments she's had clearly she's been very busy in the last year and also she could somehow if she could somehow make those butterfly lounge signs something that we can buy from her store I would love one (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you know what if I whenever I have a house gonna have a room dedicated so not like David because David I think is a little bit a little bit much I love it love David shout out to David it's a shrine <laughs> it's a shrine <laughs> but I definitely have like the butterfly loud sign and sign like on the wall and then just have like a fridge and like tv and that would be like a chill butterfly lounge not really a Mariah lounge but a butterfly lounge it seems very urban outfitters yeah that they would sell now, I'm going to let you guys speak on something that I clearly have missed. Um, anytime you need a friend. 
Well, from my understanding, I think this was from the, I think it was from the NME interview in the UK, was that she was basically put pointing teasers towards the studio moments that she's been having in the last few months and what we're coming to expect next year. Now, from my understanding, it's going to be some sort of gospel moment with, I don't know who is who it's with, but obviously we've heard about rumours but it's meant to be something akin to what she's done before with Make It Happen and Anytime You Need a Friend. I'm pretty sure these are just examples of like gospel influence songs she's had in the past. But that's my understanding of it, is that it's going to be something that related. But we kind of knew this anyway. Oh, okay, I didn't hear that. What I heard when I read it, I interpreted it completely differently. I thought it was going to be like, um, she's going to do remixes of those songs and redoing them. That's why I know. Oh, I haven't maybe, seen it that way. Maybe we're both wrong. Who knows? Maybe you're right. Well, look at Fall in Love. Right. Maybe that's the start of it all. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, my understanding. Kind of here for it. I'm on the fence. I'm on the, I'm on the fence. Mate, I just want anything at the moment. I don't really care what it is. <laughs> I don't care if it's a re recording or a completely original project. Uh, oh, I, I can't. I'm, I'm not on a re-recording. I'm not really on a re-recording. To be honest, thank you. Me too. Guys, did you hear? Did you hear? Well, did you read in that interview that she said that she's able to Im- imitate her old voice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we do a someday thing, and I'm sure she sung it. Yeah, she did in the interview. She's like someday. <laughs> I mean, maybe she can. I think there's a lot about her we don't actually know. Of course there is. That's why she's the number one best-selling female artist of all time. And the Elisa Chanteuse and the David Arleigh. And, she uh, has 19 number ones. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. speaking of number ones, I believe all I want for Christmas is you. And no, we're not paying for that. Um, I believe is going to number one this week. Fingers crossed. So we are recording this on Sunday, and tomorrow's Monday is the day that the billboard will be announced. Hot 100 comes out. So we are predicting the future. It said the 25th, unless that's the one afterwards. They always come out on Mondays in America. Yeah, I know, but I've read something that said it's coming out on the 25th, unless that's the one afterwards. It's the chart date of the 25th. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it said the first time this year it's going to be on the 25th. So it should be with a number one. I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) If I worked at Billboard and the chart was going to be dated Christmas and Mariah was on there at like number two, I would risk losing my job and just make her number one, regardless of whether she earned it or not. I mean... Slap in the face. (laughs) It's just, yeah. she needs to be number one. It's Christmas. It's all I want for Christmas is you. It, it, it's just, it's expected. I mean, He's at that's just four in the UK now. That's just, everyone that's wants to talk about the new, everyone wants to talk about the new normal. Well, this is the new normal. There's people on Christmas that celebrate Jesus. There's people on Christmas that celebrate Mariah. And that's just how it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, I had a point. I had a point. I had a point. Yeah. So, I mean, they gave Elvis Presley 
I think, 11 honorary number ones. I read that recently. I'm not sure if it's true. But if you can give Elvis 11 number ones, I mean, I'm just saying, hashtag just saying, why I need some. Elvis, the 11 number ones. I heard that he had 11 honorary number ones. Honorary? Like, don't so quote me on that. He I was think, granted Yeah, though. honorary. Oh, I don't know about that. Yes. But yes, you should get that too. Needs to do a bit more research on that, but yes. If they can do that with Elvis, then why can't they just give Mariah the number one that she deserves on Christmas Day? Female. Right. And since Mariah's been doing 15 interviews a day, um, she also has made time to do a spaces. Yeah, she did. So, okay, first thing, just before we get into it, the first thing, no shade to anybody. Um, I don't want to be beating out no hamsters or anything. But rule 101, number one, start with rule A, one, whatever, one in your language, uno. Uno. Uh, in. Eins. Alpha. Um, let's just um, know when Miss Mariah Carey is speaking and singing. Singing is number one, speaking is number two. When she is singing, singing King King, singing notes together, strings singing. together to sound like a song. It could be even a song, you know, singing, think, la. A like collection singing. of notes in a musical passage. Exactly. Um, shut the fuck up. That's all. Just shut up. Mouth shut. Mouth closed. No peep. Just shh, cemento. Shh. Yeah, kayate, kayate, shut up. Okay. That's all. That's Agreed. Rule, rule one. Agreed. That's all I have to say. That's it. Well, no. I do want to say actually, no, another thing, sorry, something that really annoyed me is that I came onto the spaces as the podcast account and for 10 seconds I was made speaker. 10 seconds so in that 10 seconds i left the front room ran upstairs to have some silence my little nephew followed me upstairs and i was like go downstairs go away it's the most ten, important me. 10 seconds of your life right and i was like trying to forget a, a quiet space because i know he was coming straight to my phone and he's going to open his mouth and say something when i was just trying to th- i was thinking about okay what can i say to my wife what can i say to my wife what can i say to my wife and then I look back at my phone and he just went downstairs and I'm no longer a speaker. My heart broke. My heart broke. I was like, I'm no, fuck these spaces. Fuck them. She's yeah, really that, taking advantage of that content. <laughs> I am. I am. It's okay, Candy. We know you're speaking from, from anger. I am just going to say, Jack, do you have something to say about it before I say my piece? What about the whole Spaces experience with Mariah? Yes. Yes. Um, I just think people just need to let her speak and respect that because you're, you're on here for the same reason as we all are. I know that there can be connectivity issues. We all know that firsthand. But don't interrupt her. She's speaking to someone, let them speak. She's not going to break off her conversation to speak to you just like that. That's my piece. 
my piece. I think I hate it. I don't like the spaces like the way it works because like you said, everybody keeps talking. I think going forward, it should be one person who hosts Mariah on a spaces. And I think that they should rotate who gets to speak to her. Cause I noticed on the spaces, a lot of the same people will get to be talking. It needs mm-hmm. to rotate and they need to mute every single person except for the one person they're choosing to let speak for that 10, 15 seconds to ask a question, say, I love you, whatever. If Mariah chooses to continue the conversation with that person and keep going, then so be it. But it should just be like a take your ticket and keep on moving. You know what I mean? Like when you're going through like a turnstile, you get up, you scan your ticket, you move through. That's it. Done. And that's all I'm saying on that. I agree. Because once again, it was the same lambs. You spoke, literally. Same people who don't really have much extra to ask about. I did have a thought in the shower, though, what I'd ask about. I'd probably ask, like, <laughs> a, probably a stupid question, but whatever. My question would have been, um, so Mariah, like, it was Charm Brace's anniversary on um, the day that we released The Magic Continues. If there was maybe one Charm Brace song you'd like the Lamley to do a video to, which one would that be? And then we'll do it for you. Easy. Easy question. Uh, I'd forget my point because I'd be too I'd be too nervous and in the moment I'd forget my point and probably struggle to come out with something useful. I if I if I was able to speak to her on there and stuff, I know exactly what I would say to her. Angel's advocate. Huh? Angel's advocate? Nope. I would say. Mariah, I love you, blah, 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 OG, one day lamb, blah, 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 same day lamb, whatever you call it, back in the day lamb, whatever you want to say. You would irritate so many, so many younger lambs. (laughs) I would say. He just wants to fight. (laughs) No, I would say, blah, 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 part of the Mariah podcast. We'd love to have you on and talk to you. And then she'd say. And fingers crossed. Fingers crossed she wouldn't air you basically ignore you like she did with somebody else oh she did she ignore somebody else yeah she curbed someone else's point someone else's podcast yep yeah oh somebody said something about being on the podcast and she ignored it yeah having their own podcasts and stuff um yeah we'll talk about it after the show yeah I did not know that I must have either not been in on in time or missed that spaces oh this was months ago Oh, well then, yeah, you guys can fill me in on that. So then I wouldn't say that, knowing that information now. <laughs> question, question, Candy, though. You I said say Mariah, about... Angel's, Angel's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> question, Candy, you said about in the shower that you had a, that you, you know, you'd know what you'd want to say. Does you using the Mariah podcast Twitter account to be on Spaces in that moment, does that influence your point? Or if this was, was this something that you'd say on your personal account? Would not, I, I would not have said that on my personal account. I would only say that in the um, podcast account because that okay. would be more like, okay, I would say that, okay, then we will do that for you and everybody know Mariah podcast and then they'll probably put their videos to us and do that. But I've, I feel like being on the podcast, having the podcast account, podcast icon gets us more chance of being on the spaces than using our personal accounts. Yeah, no, no, that, that's say. completely valid. Yeah, that's true. It's, 
We did. It's true. In those 10 seconds that you were on there, if she saw the screen, you would have been highlighted being a speaker. Yeah, true. She might see or know the MP. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But we definitely need people to switch up, switch it up because like these questions that they're given to Mariah, it's not it. I think not we need a platform. Hmm? As as the late great Miss Aretha Franklin Aretha Franklin would say, Mariah, they're playing games and I'm not having it. Before we get into our game this week, we have one more point of topic, and that's Mariah's children's book next year. Yeah, supposedly this is meant to be like a huge thing with working with people who were on the Harry Potter books, and it's going to be like a whole series or something. I mean, unfortunately, I'm no longer 12, so I don't know if I'm going to enjoy the books. But maybe so I'll buy it for like 12? a niece and nephew. Aren't you eternally 12? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I turned 12. Yes, yes. All that, all that. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'm no longer 11. <laughs> and <laughs> my 11-year-old brain would have loved a child's series books. You know, they would have loved it. But now I'm 12. I'm a bit more mature. And I don't know if I would like to watch, or not to watch, sorry, to read those. I haven't read a single Harry Potter book. It just wasn't me. I wasn't that child. I watched the films. Yes, they were great. I mean, the last ones were near, but, you know, it's like, it is what it is. And if we get these books, sure, I'll buy it for like a niece or nephew. But I personally wouldn't be reading it because that's just not me. You don't have to engage in everything that Mariah does because it's not all geared to your age range. I haven't seen All I Want for Christmas is You, the movie, and I don't plan to. That's just because I haven't seen it either. That's but I'll watch it because it's in my age range. <laughs> That's so funny. All three of us have not seen All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> well, because we're not 11 anymore. You, 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 you don't have to. I'm pretty sure that it's not going to make or break you. <laughs> and I don't own the children's book of it either. Oh, no, I don't own that either. That's okay. Well, since I wasn't here for the last episode and the special came out on Charm Vesa Anniversary, I just want to take a quick second to talk about one of the greatest albums made of all time, Charm Vesa, and how the music industry um, messed it up and didn't appreciate it, and people didn't appreciate it at the time, and now it's just a hidden treasure that only special people that lambs know hamsters do not know it um so yeah i just want to big up charm bracelet and on my personal account i probably would have asked about um charm bracelet and dj and what happened around that era for her to write so many songs about him because it was clear in the lyrics that she's written about a mystical person who she wanted to hug goodbye but couldn't um someone who said that you know anytime you need a friend I'll be here and so on so on around that time she um was clearly talking about DJ but I just wanted to confirm that with her that's what I'd say in my spaces well guys it's been fun we want you all to have a very 
Merry Christmas. So I will say my Christmas wish this year is that everybody can, in the coming year, can be happy and healthy and safe. And maybe we can get rid of this COVID and we can get back to life and everyone can be happy again. My wish is that, similar to yours, that we can have a happy end to 2021 where we can. If you're if you're in a place that's not doing very well with COVID right now, hopefully you can stay safe and with your loved ones and whoever you're with, hope you have a good time. And hopefully in the next year that we can hopefully move past this in some sort of capacity. And if there's, a, if there's something that you've been wanting to do that you've not been able to do because of these restrictions, then muster all your energy in 2022 to get it done and to do it, because that's what I'll be doing. My Christmas wish is just at least one day, it doesn't really have to be Christmas Day, just one day of having your heart filled with joy and happiness. That's it. All right, guys. Well, have a great Christmas and celebrate with your family and friends. Eat lots of food. Listen to Mariah. And we will talk to you. Huh? They get drunk if you want to. Yes, I love Black Irish. Drink that that Black Irish. (laughs) So we love you. We appreciate you. And we enjoy it, darlings. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Mariah Podcast. 